0: You're listening to the Workforce Show, and I'm your host, Cindy Gern. here today with Robin Bursling, who is the Director of Transportation and Infrastructure Policy for the National Association of Manufacturers, who is going to brief us on the issues, the and the opportunities. For both manufacturers and those in technology to be part of a, a rebirth, a rebuilding of our nation's uh, our nation's transportation system. Welcome, Robin. Thanks so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: You know, Robin uh, quoted something to a uh, number to me, which uh, really impressed me uh, or frightened me, or I'll, depending on which side of the glass you're looking through but that 95% of our products, uh, of our customers, are out of our country. So, uh, so for all of those of you who question the value of our policies and our export policies, I don't, because this is where a great deal of our revenue comes from. But having said that, uh, getting a product, building the product, shipping the product, all is require dependent on how effective our transportation sector is. And for any of those of you who are listening who have cried about potholes, backed up roads, bridges, that's just a teeny-weeny piece of the issues, right, Robin? That's
1: correct. (laughs) That you're dealing with. Yeah, no, and if I could just sort of introduce the the NAM a little bit. Uh, the National Association of Manufacturers uh, is the nation's largest manufacturing trade association. We represent 12 million men and women who make things in the United States. And a- as you pointed out, 95% of the world's customers are outside of the U.S. And exports uh, ha- certainly have been a bright spot in our economy. They are up. We've reached, um, as a country, $2.3 trillion in export activity, and that's up $600 billion since Uh, 2009. And for a a lot of manufacturers, small and medium size, including and as well as the large Fortune 500 companies, the export opportunities um, have been um, a a bright spot, as I mentioned earlier, in an area of tremendous growth. Um, But where we're falling behind um, is in our infrastructure uh, in this country. And we see this as a, a long term strategic objective. Competitors in Asia, the European Union, and South America are heavily investing in infrastructure to advance their productivity in manufacturing industries. And we believe that we need a much uh, stronger, more concerted effort uh, to repair and and modernize our nation's transportation infrastructure.
0: So if we were drawing a diagram uh, on the wall right now, and we had, it looked like a wheel in the center of it, Uh, transportation would be a huge part of the the building block, the foundation for our economy.
1: Absolutely. And, in fact, I uh, looked at a report not too long ago that was published last year um, by Deloitte, and it surveyed Mm -hmm. global CEOs, and and wanted to figure out, really assessed what the global drivers of manufacturing competitiveness are and and, and did a ranking from 1 to 10. And and transportation Mm -hmm. fell, or physical infrastructure, I should say, fell at number 6. And so that's the quality and efficiency of the electric grid, IT, telecommunications, roads, airports, ports, and railroad networks.
0: You mentioned ports being; that, these are all the what the all within the transportation sector,
1: correct? When yes. you're defining yes.
0: transportation, yes. and you're saying that that this report of Deloitte said that transportation is number seven in importance six. to the manufacturing industry.
1: Yes. physical infrastructure is number six as a global driver of manufacturing competitiveness.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. I've sat in on meetings in small rural communities where they're trying to get a bridge. <laughs> Built and there's no money to build it, and they're farmers and they're trying to get their products out. Uh, There's just no money. So if it's so important, why is there no money going into it or little money?
1: Well, there's a lot of different reasons behind this. Um, And I I think with groups like the National Association of Manufacturers, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, uh, making infrastructure uh, a, a key issue for our advocacy efforts, Um, I I think speaks well for the issue, but we also need to have uh, strong popular support uh, for continuing investment in our roads, bridges, airports, ports, inland waterways, et cetera, et cetera. Um, You mentioned bridges. The government, I'm sorry, the General Accountability Office uh, did a study and basically assessed bridges in the United States, and they said of the 600-plus thousand bridges, in the United States one in four was classified as deficient I don't that doesn't mean they're necessarily unsafe but it means they've outlived their useful design life and I think most Americans recognize this and know this um, but we do treat transportation like the weather something we can't control and I I think that there has to be a bit of a a shift in public thinking on this if we if we want to be competitive if we want to be modern uh, in our approach to our economy we're going to have to do more, uh, and we're going to have to be willing to uh, invest more in our infrastructure. This is critically so, important to our economy.
0: Well, it is, and but you're saying that most most people don't take. I don't know that. I think probably most people take it for granted that somebody else is taking care of the roads and the infrastructure, and somehow miraculously, you know, somebody is is overseeing everything, and everything is going to be well, and work well. Uh, but you're saying that's not true. It's true for right now. They're holding on to their own Corps of Engineers, et cetera, but this is not sufficient to meet the economic goals or the economic needs of of the United States in the next few years, correct?
1: Yeah, I think you're absolutely correct. And we, in fact, surveyed our membership um, last year, and we had heard a lot from our members anecdotally that infrastructure is uh, an important issue, that we need to be doing more, we need to invest more in infrastructure, but we really needed to we also had to drill down and understand a little bit better and sort of what our membership, you know, what are members and manufacturers thinking about our nation's infrastructure and, and what does this mean for them. And of the 400 surveyed manufacturers, 70% told us that infrastructure is in fair or poor shape and needs a great deal or quite a bit of improvement. The same 70% also noted that roads are in uh, poor condition and that two-thirds believe that we are not well-positioned to meet the competitive demands of a growing economy. And, it, and, it, and to sort of drill down in that, I think we are getting by. I think everyone is making do with the system that we have. We're making it work. We have mm-hmm. uh, excellent transportation choices in this country. We have a competitive uh, trucking sector. We have a vibrant inland waterway system. We have ports that are that are working. We have uh, uh, freight rail. So there are a lot of choices. Uh, for uh, shippers out there, but we're not necessarily poised or positioned to meet the the demands of a growing economy well, as we look know, down uh, on the horizon.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I would have maybe it's an erroneous assumption, but you grew up in a house. Your father uh, is was a harbor man, right? I mean, he was in he was part of the he he. he he had managed a boat, or what do you call captain? Yeah, he pilots
1: ships. Yeah, he pilots, pilots ships.
0: ships. <laughs> I drive not drive a ship or something like that. So he pilots ships. So he has first hand experience with the waterways.
1: Absolutely. What does
0: he say? What does he say I mean he's been in the field for a long time. What was his sense of what changes are occurring or what needs Believe are it or not,
1: he probably spends more time on the roads to get to a ship than he does actually on a ship. So he has very strong views about our surface transportation infrastructure. But he does think about it um, and how it all connects and making sure that the – and this is this is a, an area that has a lot of underinvestment, and it's that road from the port facility to the interstate.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that's – we call that the last mile. And that is an area where um, manufacturers would like to see greater investment so that um, – <clears throat> Goods are moving efficiently from the interstate system to the port facility, whether mm-hmm. it's a product coming in or something going out.
0: Yeah. Besides roads, other, you know, in addition to roads, which you mentioned was singularly uh, and singled out as an important uh, need, infrastructure uh, need. Uh, what about are the other seventy uh, percent of you know the complaints or criticisms or? Are- Need where, where are the other problems that people are citing? Businesses are citing in terms of our
1: transportation
0: so, infrastructure.
1: That's a good question. And, and there was a there was a unanimous view that there was not one sector of infrastructure performing at a pace to keep up with the needs of business. Telecommunications yeah. was really the only infrastructure component that scored a slightly positive rating, but it wasn't a high rating at all. Um, and, and so it was interesting, but. You have to look at it from the perspective also of our members, manufacturers. Many of them see a a truck coming onto their, you know, facility, you know, either bringing an input or taking out a a finished product. Um, And that's sort of the the experience that they have with our transportation. 80% of goods by value in this country move over the road by truck. But mm-hmm. there are, but there are certainly others that are reliant on, you know, uh, the inland waterway system, ports, and rail, and you know, have you know views on all those different modes. But mm-hmm. predominantly, manufacturers are 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 seeing and hearing from the trucking industry. I would say probably the most. So they hear about the roads. They hear about other uh, trucking industry issues like a truck driver mm-hmm. shortage. So you know, the list goes on and on. And so I think mm-hmm. so the road connection is um, visible for that reason but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that one is more important than others and i thought it was interesting in our survey that uh there is this view that infrastructure broadly is not improving at a pace to keep up with the needs of business
0: well i think any listener who um eats dresses purchases anything goes to a sale can understand all of those uh all of those pain points uh, at a small level at a micro level and you think about that in terms of a Whole supply chain of of a manufacturer from getting the raw materials to getting them manufactured bringing them in from different parts to to pull them to assemble them to ship them out to customers, and the customers getting to getting to them to buy them, which is and to use them and it is this whole process, and the need is there the infrastructure need is there. Um, but the economic need is there as well. You've kind of touched on a couple of things that I think our listeners would be happy and interested in hearing about is from your pers- perspective, given all the data that surrounds you and anecdotally and research analytically, what um what are some of the top uh top t- technical or manufacturing products or services that you see adding value to this whole improvement process. Where where will some of the innovation come? Where will some of the businesses be able to get grow and get new business in supporting the infrastructure?
1: Sure. I mean, further? I think I'm not prepared to necessarily break it down into different sectors, but I do know that every dollar spent in construction. So this is any kind of construction, it's road construction mm-hmm. or home building it generates 39.5 cents in manufacturing activity, according to the Department Mm -hmm. of Commerce. And and that data tracks industrial productivity across a very wide range of sectors. So there is a tremendous return when we invest in infrastructure. You know, we know that when a billion dollars is invested in in our roads, we're getting about 30,000 jobs out of that. I mean, the the return on investment is tremendous when we put money into our, our country's infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And and it's not just, you know, the road builders or the construction guys that are benefiting from this. It's, as you pointed out, a lot of manufacturing sectors. It's um, folks who are building equipment, uh, supplying mm-hmm. asphalt, chemicals, paint, um, steel. It, 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 there are so many industrial sectors that touch transportation. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. And then technology, you know, is really this growing uh I'll call it intelligent transportation systems um because that's mm-hmm. what everyone seems to to know it by um in in the industry and that's the 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 growth of technology in our infrastructure and, and you, we're all familiar with the signs uh that tell us congestion is ahead or seek alternate right. routes right and so um <clears throat> so that area is is we're watching very closely because there's such opportunity um, to marry traditional infrastructure um, with technology because mm-hmm. manufacturers do design and build traffic management mm-hmm. hardware and software, um, and this certainly helps safety, security, and, and road efficiency. You, know, you can uh-huh. help manage congestion through technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we definitely see manufacturers as a part of the solution uh, that we face when we're trying to tackle um, our transportation challenges. Um, and and mm-hmm. technology certainly allows states who have um, very limited transportation budget to squeeze more value out of their transportation dollars. So that mm-hmm. is something we are um, we are watching really closely and, mm-hmm. and, and quite frankly cheering on.
0: Well, and rightfully so. But you know, even taking it one step further uh, from the point of innovative technology, in the, in the broader sense, the uh, trickle down or drilled down impact of that on the individual. Is I think uh, equally as uh, as impressive because they uh, as you move into technology or as you look at new products that will enhance the infrastructure, whether it's a, a new uh, a compact uh, asphalt or that lasts forever and doesn't have potholes—miracle, miracle—all um, of that is requiring a new set of skills too. So we we hear a lot about 3D. Uh, manufacturing. We hear a lot about advanced manufacturing. We hear a lot about basic skills, even for the construction industry, where understanding CAD and new technologies is just is you know, so incredible, you know, becoming incredibly important to industries across the board.
1: Correct. Correct.
0: So, uh, so there's so many new jobs being created and jobs that we don't even know about. But they, all of them, are to benefit and do benefit. The manufacturing sector is an important. You know, America is looking at manufacturing to save the day, but I don't think we really figure out what manufacturing means and what it entails.
1: Well, <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah, it's not I just assembly line. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right, and, and and manufacturing, and the face of manufacturing has obviously changed dramatically even within the past ten years, and it's mm-hmm. critically important to our economy. It contributes to 0.03 trillion to the national economy and that's up from mm-hmm. 2011 so it, this is yeah. 12.5% of our nation's GDP yeah. but, and so I'm going to bring it back to transportation so by point of comparison we're investing less than 2% of our nation's GDP in infrastructure. Our competitors are doing a lot better than that um, and have made substantial contributions to ports, inland waterways, highways, airports, rail, et cetera, et cetera, Um, and we just need to see our our investment numbers, I think, bump up and also be strategic about it um, because Mm -hmm. we we have, as I pointed out, a lot of um, quote-unquote deficient bridges in this country. Mm -hmm. Uh, A a bridge collapse, as we've seen in the past, can have really uh, big implications uh, for not only a regional but a national economy. Right. Uh, we, there's a lot of always conversation about the topic of resiliency, you know, and how mm-hmm. we recover from a weather event or um, a labor issue or an infrastructure. Well, you covered. Yeah.
0: Uh, you, you. I want to. I want to leave that point that you just made without commenting on it, and that is, weather is environmental uh, and energy. So your your needs, your priorities are impacting those industries as well, uh, and and every. Piece of that supply chain, uh, cause and effect, and we need to kind of recognize that and kind of everybody put their heads together, make money, come up with great ideas. Correct?
1: I think that's a, probably a good solution. That would be a
0: great solution. So, bring our conversation because we're going to have folks, more conversations, many more conversations on and around manufacturing issues and sectors, uh, including, you know, the truth behind skill gap conversations, et cetera. But before we even get to that, we as a as listeners, as people who are, you know, who are starting businesses or growing businesses or, or want to build a career, uh, you have to really understand where the trends are, what the needs are, and I think uh, we can look at manufacturing not as your grandfather's car, <laughs> your grandfather's view of manufacturing, you know, tall uh, steel mills, et cetera, but some very uh, interesting and great things are happening to support this one sector. In uh, a final comment, Robin, do you have any uh, thoughts about if I were, a, if a small business or business is listening and you have businesses as members, obviously, where would you suggest that they focus some of their attention and energies in terms of new opportunities?
1: Well, I mean, the business folks, the people who are on the ground making things and doing things, no. They know their industries best and are, you know, going to survive based on their their abilities and their strengths. Mm-hmm. But one thing we always encourage our members um, is, is to be active advocates and to engage policymakers, because no one knows that there's a problem unless it's been communicated or a challenge. Um, and we want our our members uh, to be comfortable calling their members of Congress and telling them. What business is like, what are the challenges they face? what's important to them? I think mm. that is so important it's it's a, a critical part of I'll call it civic engagement and um that's where we spend a lot of our efforts is making sure that our members uh and, and their voices are heard and we bring everyone up to the hill once a year in June uh for a manufacturing summit and mm-hmm. and get um get our members out in front of their members of congress and Communicating mm-hmm. the importance of manufacturing to the economy,
0: and communication is key to making change happen everywhere. And we don't pay attention. We don't. I don't think we have enough knowledge, or experience, or comfort level to be strong advocates for things that we believe in. And so, this conversation I think is very motivational and inspirational to anybody who is interested in our economy and in the. Robin, I am sorry we can't continue this because there's so many you know aspects of this conversation that could be explored at every level: water, air, ground, uh, walking, new shoes, no. But they're all manufacturing. In fact, I was surprised uh, to when uh, you know the more I delve into what is manufacturing, uh, it never ceases to surprise me. The definition of manufacture can be everything from uh, making a dress. (laughs) to making a, plant, you know, a plant. Uh so it's it's all encompassing and what part of our lives is not touched by it. Robin Bersley, who is the director of transportation, infrastructure and policy for the National Association of Manufacturers. We thank you so much for joining us and uh we hope you'll come back and we'll continue the conversation.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank Anytime. You
0: more of our programs go to www.soundcloud.com the workforce show and also while you're there you'll see the link to sign up to receive
1: our newsletters thank you for joining us and tell your friends